first in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. Well, good Friday, everyone. It's not good Friday, <laughs> but it's a good, it's good that it's Friday. Um, welcome to the Friday edition of Spouting Off. As you may know, we do a Tuesday and Thursday edition out of uh, 1590 AM WSMN and 95.3 FM. Fridays is our bonus online edition of spouting off, but we post them always on KarenCataline.com or as many of them as we can get hold of. Um, we are going to do live coverage today of CPAC, which, as you know, is always a challenge because technology is a skittish little thing. I could do three hours on the fact that we are much too much dependent on technology. People aren't relating to each other anymore. The more technology we depend on, the less efficient and effective the things on which we depend uh, are. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I digress. So CPAC is the Conservative Political Action Committee yearly get-together. I hear it is booming over there in Orlando. I've been to, I don't know, half a dozen, maybe a few less. I don't know, but I've been to uh, quite a few of them. It is a shot in the arm, but never, I mean never, have things been more dire for liberty. And so to have uh, people who gather for liberty and who know if they've stood up for any form of liberty for themselves, for their, for their family, for their friends, they know they're standing up for all of us and our ability to express and think as we wish. And that's, frankly, what's under attack. So we're going to have, we hope, we think, some calls um, of guests and reports from CPAC. They usually just wait until, I don't know, six minutes after or whatever, which gives us a chance to have a chat, you and me. Uh, One huge plug for Cash Friday. That's another thing we always like to do. Catherine Austin Fitz, somebody that I interviewed, I don't know, six months ago. I think she came up with this, Cash Friday. If you're concerned, if you're worried about the surveillance state, then use cash as much as you can. All the incentives that they give you to put on record every purchase you've ever made uh, is not good for your personal privacy. Once upon a time, we had... um, Not only did we have cash, but we didn't have uh, fiat currency. They're always messing with our currency. You notice that? Money is power. Power is what they want. And uh, (laughs) we'll have to go into another time what they is. Because I have been struck by the number of people that have sold our country out for their own benefit. And uh, they think that it is for their own power, but... 
likely there are people even more power hungry than they are and they're going to get chewed up. So not only going to sell out their fellow Americans and our liberty and our country, and I think you know what I'm talking about, but they're going to get chewed up and spit out in the process. That's what's always happened. I see no reason why it isn't going to happen again. I was listening to at least some of the CPAC, and that's what's cool. After you get done listening to us, you can go over to CPAC.org and you can listen to the speeches. The speeches will also be available online until they shut those down, too. Um, dissent is now being characterized as domestic terrorism. Oh, you know, you're not allowed to disagree with the government. What kind of countries does that sound like to you? Does it sound like the old Soviet Union? Does it sound like communist China? Does it sound like we have people in this country who have sold our country out for tyranny and to destroy this country? Oh, God, it's heartbreaking. Uh, For the benefit they think of themselves, as I said, uh, for something that our ancestors are family members have stood up and even died for our freedoms to live freely as we see fit, to worship our God as we see fit, to think and question and ask and enjoy a free society where uh, freedom of speech is sacrosanct. All of that is under attack right now, all of it. Uh, If you have some thoughts before we get uh, uh, calls and guests from CPAC, and uh, we'll take your calls no matter what. One eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. We've been getting calls in the New Hampshire uh, edition, and we love that because without live phone calls, it's just another lecture. <laughs> um, uh, the truth is, you aren't. Uh, you don't have to call in. That's the great thing. See, in a free society, you get to decide instead of this constant coercion, bullying, and intimidation, force, the use of force. I I marvel and I'm horrified by the way that our fellow Americans suddenly have legitimized the use of force in a formerly free society where... Uh, Our own supposedly elected uh, politicians and unelected bureaucrats are now telling us that it's perfectly okay, it's perfectly okay to uh, force your will on your uh, dissenters, on people that disagree with you, and they've convinced their leftist minions, those on on the bandwagon, that Uh, dissenters ought to be forced into getting the jab, ought to be forced into all manner of things, handing over their kids to the leftist, insane communist teachers union. All of that force is suddenly okay. Well, guess what? That's an illusion. It ain't okay. I'm going to leave it there because we have my friend and colleague, Keith Hansen, reporting to us from CPAC, Hi, Keith. Welcome to the Friday edition of Spouting Off. Karen Catalina, how are you? 
I'm so good, and it's so good to have you call in and uh, and help us out with this edition of Spouting Off. For everybody who doesn't know, give us your little bio before we, not little, it's not little. You are a powerhouse in talk radio, and maybe our listeners on well, Friday may not know. So give us a little two-minute bio of yourself so everybody knows who it is we're, we're speaking to here. Oh, I've been doing I've been doing radio for uh, since 2009. U.S. Um and from there I just I hate to interrupt you, but we're losing you. Can you go to a window? Uh, <laughs> I can. Yes. Can you hear me now? Much better. We love technology. Excellent. We love technology. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, here's what drives me. Here's what drives me nuts. That. Osama bin Laden was able to upload video from a flip phone in a cave in Afghanistan 20 years ago, but here I am in Orlando, and I can't make an uninterrupted cell phone call. So I think we've got our priorities a little out of whack. I agree. So continue. If you stand near a window, that's my only advice to callers, to guests, so go for it. I am right by the window. So, uh, no, I've been, I've been doing terrestrial radio now since 2009 and uh, have just built a brand out of being uh, a, a conservative pit bull. That party chairman called me New Hampshire's very own right-wing conservative shock jock. And as pejorative, so that's, quite the, that's quite the accolade, and I'm, I'm going to latch on to that, claim it and make my own. So here we are doing my best every single day to piss off progressives, piss off leftists, piss off feminists, piss off communists. That's (laughs) that's my job. I do it well. And, uh, and as my dear husband would say, and a fine job you're doing. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So uh, please tell your, please tell your, uh, your husband that I did invoke his favorite joke at dinner last night. So just (laughs) on a side note, well, I'm glad that's an inside joke because I have a feeling it's one of the jokes that we can't tell right now, can we? Hello. We've lost you. I love it. Can you it. hear me now? Now can I can. Now? This is awful. I mean, you know. Did you hear my question? I said, is it one of those jokes we probably can't tell on the radio, right? Yeah, it's probably not something we would want to we'd want to do on radio. <laughs> we'll, we'll, for the we'll record, that for sure. For the record, my husband doesn't always tell off-color jokes, but he usually tells them to people that he knows are interested in such things. And dare I say, Keith Hansen is one of those. So, um, Keith, <laughs> who have you got for us? And can they call us also or on a different phone because we're having some issues here? Um, do you want me to call you back? You know what? Now you sound great. Do we have a guest? I'm I'm trying to find a door to get out of here. So that way there I can, you can can hear me better. Okay. Meanwhile, let's get a, a full on report of, uh, what's going on at CPAC, what you've seen so far and what you can tell us. Okay. I'm, Yep, go ahead. Can you hear me? I can, but you are breaking up, unfortunately. So go ahead, give it a shot. 
right. I'm trying to find a spot here that actually has some, some wireless or something because That's I don't right. know what it is. We're in this weird dead zone here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you what we're seeing now. here at CPAC, this, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay right here. I'm not going to move. The, yeah. uh, the theme of this year's CPAC is awake, not woke. And what I'm seeing, especially there's, there's you know, of course you have your, your standard politicians here, uh, people who are already in positions of elected representation. And then you also have the people who are running a lot of candidates here as well, too. And what I'm seeing with candidates the candidates that are running now for local seats and certainly for federal seats as well are not seasoned politicians. They are not existing politicians. They're not attorneys. They're not your usual suspects that you would expect to be running for office. These are people who are business owners. These are moms. These are dads. These are retired military personnel. These are people that are coming from all walks of life to say, you know what, something's broken and I'm tired of waiting for somebody else to do it. I am to step up to the plate. I am going to fulfill whatever calling or sense of responsibility that I have to make a change in my town, in my city, in my county, in my state. And I, I find it very encouraging that, uh, that, 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 that people are starting to, as the theme of, of this year's CPAC implies, awake. They are awakening. They are seeing what is happening. They are watching and, and and to be honest with you, I think now, 14 months into the Biden administration, we're able to see, to directly compare and contrast what America was like under Trump and what America is now like under this, I'm just going to call it a puppet regime of Joe Biden. It is, mm. it is a, a ship that is adrift at sea with no captain. And we're watching right now the tragic, tragic consequences of this in the Ukraine. Mm. Yeah, what do you, yeah. I call him the presidential potted plant, uh, with an emphasis on plant, and I think uh, he's a shell of a human being. I mean, there's nothing there. But look at what the people who are directing his actions think of America. They mm-hmm. clearly have nothing but contempt for America, and that's the important thing to remember. Uh, I don't trust what's going on in Russia. I'm not saying Putin and Russia are good. I think they're aligned with China. I don't know. What are your What's your take on that, Keith? I, you know, I, I mean, there's so many different angles uh, that you, you, you talk to so many different people with with significantly greater levels of expertise on this than I have, and and to to, to get their takes, it's I think it's a very very confusing confusing topic. The one thing I could say with absolute certainty is this. Uh, Xi is watching what America is not doing, and I think he's planning his next move. Uh, Epic Times dropped a story this morning. I was speaking with an Epic Times uh, journalist here at CPAC uh, mm-hmm. about the article that they dropped, where uh, Putin's got his eyes set on more than just the Ukraine. Uh, and, and this has the potentiality of being something much, much bigger than just Russia versus Ukraine. This is a very dangerous situation. It requires smart, strong, assertive leadership. And those are three qualities that we're not seeing in Washington right now. It's not smart. It's certainly not strong. And it sure as hell is not assertive. You know what, Keith? Um, When I talk to guests a lot, I can't help but think often, often more than I'd like to, to say, that we're all pretending somehow that the people 
in power or people calling the shots, not just the booster shots, uh, we make this kind assumption that they have America's best interests at heart. I don't know how anybody could really say that um, uh, genuinely or uh, in any way, given Mm -hmm. Afghanistan, given just case after case after case after case of going after law-abiding citizens, giving a pass to criminals, uh, uh, forcing uh, citizens to do something they won't force illegal aliens to do, et cetera, et cetera, handing our our weaponry over to Afghanistan and on and on it goes. And yet somehow we think it's incompetence. All of this is by design, is it not? Speak to that if you would. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that it's incompetence at all. I think it's it's very, very clearly planned out. I think most of most of the upper level political elite, they have their eyes set on a global government. The, the, the sovereignty of our nation and what it represents uh, both here to us as Americans and on the global stage doesn't, doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, it's something that in their own twisted, progressive, postmodernist logic is an antiquated concept. They don't look at the United States as being anything good. They don't look at our Constitution as being anything good. They look at it as an outdated concept where now uh, borders have to be dissolved and worlds have to merge and we have to be this one big Well, and we need to be in control of, of it all. We're going to merge the world so we can control the world. Sounds like a bad sci-fi movie to me. Well, it's very dystopian. Uh, mm. and, and unfortunately, you know, I, I've said this many, many times. If you were to somehow find a way to travel back in time and write a, a, a factual story about what life is like in 2022 under Joe Biden, you would be the most popular. You can go back in time 40 years. Uh, you would be the most popular dystopian novelist. I mean, you, you, would, you would make George Orwell look like he was tripping on mushrooms. Yeah. This, is, yeah. this is insane. And yeah, the, the level, the exponential deterioration of not only our society but global affairs is astonishing and i and i I have to put the emphasis i need to take a quick break keith can you hold that thought let's take a break and uh you'll let us know if we have any guests other than you but i love talking to keith hansen here on spouting off we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more uh after this you're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Gadoline. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to their health care? We are happy to inform you that there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. It's a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. You choose your doctor and hospital, starting at $107 a month for a single, up to $449 a month for a family. That's mom, dad, and all kids. For more info, visit libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. And now, more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Well, welcome back. We're back with Keith Hansen. And Keith, just tell me out front what you were going to tell me off air about your schedule so we'll know. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh 
I, I just I have an, uh, an interview actually scheduled here in the next probably five to seven minutes, so I, I may have to duck out. I'm just waiting on on uh, that's actually okay. Kevin and Sam Sorbo. Um, oh, wonderful! Himself and Sam Sorbo, uh, who is uh, also another talk show host, and she has uh, both both her and Kevin uh, have become champions of homeschooling. Um, I've had extensive conversations with her, both on air and off air, about her work to further the goals and the the understanding, really, of what homeschooling is all about and the merits and the benefits thereof. It's, it's such okay. an important topic. Um, and, and having control of our kids, so that way, and educating our children properly to understand what is right, what is wrong, what morals and ethics are, what integrity means, how to become a well-rounded citizen. And yeah, they've in become real leaders. Uh, and I've talked to Sam Sorbo before. She is just yep. wonderful. And I, actually, I'm going to have to let you. I'm going to have to cut you because I've got my producer calling me right now. So I will call you back in here in, in about 15 minutes. Okay. All righty. That's what we'll do. We didn't know. Thank you, Kevin uh, Keith. We appreciate it. Uh, we didn't exactly know how this hour was going to go because, of course, it's live. We're recording this and we're we're uh, broadcasting this live from CPAC. And we have uh, some of my colleagues who go there and they get interviews just as people uh, wander. I love that, too. Um, the first time I was ever at CPAC, um, the first thing I wanted to do was go to Radio Row and see all those people with their headphones on broadcasting from CPAC. The great thing was I got to do that the first, uh, not the very first time, but after many years uh, when I got into talk radio, I got to do that. And uh, it's fun because you can uh, talk to a lot of people. And then um, non talk radio people wander on Radio Row. It's open to the public. That is as it should be, is it not? Open to the public. So let me give the number. Um, let, let me first ask you, if you are listening live on Friday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern, do you have thoughts? First of all, we got open lines all the time. You want to call in I'll take your call. Uh, I especially love taking calls from people who dissent, who disagree, who question, who say, Karen, you're cracked. You don't know what you're talking about. Hey, bring it on, baby. But, you know, leftists won't call in because they can't back up their ideas. They can't back up tyranny. They're just going to attack other people and say, oh, that Donald Trump, he's terrible. Nevertheless, what do you think is going on in Russia? My gut is telling me that conservatives are split on this issue. Always there's been a lot of fundamental fault, fault lines in the Republican Party. Uh, and I'm not committed to the Republican Party so much as I am committed to liberty, and sometimes they're not. So, <laughs> And we can uh, debate and disagree about the other stuff. But there is a fault line in the conservative, uh, in the Republican Party, over uh, involvement overseas, Russia, Russia, Russia. Are they evil or are they being used as a scapegoat? Is this really going on or has it been manufactured by people who've already sold out to China? Is China and Russia in cahoots or do they hate each other? These are all the questions we don't really know the answer to. And who are we depending on for information to tell us what to think? The same people who've been lying to us about a virus, the same people that have been 
trying to force uh, uh, stuff down our throats, like or into our bodies, like vaccines that have been not very safe and certainly not effective. And then when they're not safe and they're not effective, they say, oh, God, I'm so happy I got that jab because it would have been worse. Pretty weak argument as far as I'm concerned. Oh, and we're going to suppress any information of of, uh, uh, injuries and deaths from a, a, a jab. We're not allowed to question. We're not allowed to be in control of our own bodies. We are now going to take control of your body. And those that have stood up and spoken out have been demonized and uh, in just the most atrocious and disturbing ways they have been demonized. So uh, if you are listening, what do you think is going on in Russia? Are you believing the so-called mainstream? It's not anymore propaganda media about what you're supposed to think. Uh, The number is 888-627-6008. The number is 888-627-6008. Sounds like we've got Keith Hansen back. (laughs) The miracles of live radio. Just when I give out the number. Keith Hansen, you're back. You've had a change of schedule. I know, I know. Well, there's, so you got to understand that we're in like this parallel universe here at CPAC where there's real time and then there's CPAC time. And it seems as though everybody winds up running about 45 minutes behind schedule, which is perfect <laughs> because that's what Trump does. He never starts on time. So I think people right. are just following the, you know, the, uh, the Donald Trump's method of scheduling. So, uh, yeah, yeah we're, well, well, I'm we, glad we you had called to back. A couple of things off, so. When is time. Trump slated to speak, by the way? Uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Seven, and uh, I've... Seven, well, I think you've got him at seven o'clock. 7 o'clock Eastern, and I have told our listeners that they can watch that live. Probably when Trump comes on, they can watch it live in in many places, but you can also go to CPAC.org. What else are you going to tell us? Well, we want to send them over to RamTV.live. We can do that. Oh, absolutely. RamTV. We are are actually, Right America Media is covering that as well, too. So we'll have have uninterrupted coverage of uh, President Trump's speech uh, as soon as it begins at RamTV.live. Thank you. Ramtv.live. Uh, are we, are you going to be our reporter for, uh, most of, cause we're, we're done in about, I don't know, uh, half hour or so, but, uh, are you going to be our reporter? Or do we have anybody that we can also talk to today? And either one is okay with me. Um, I mean, I can certainly uh, be there for you or we can, we can find somebody else. I mean, it's entirely up to what? you. What I mean is I thought there were going to be some guests that we might interview that you could flag down over there. Uh, <laughs> if not, we'll just uh, stay with you. But uh, in this case, we I, need I, a good connection. Unfortunately, with the, way that, with the way that, so it's a very frenetic, especially yeah. on, on broadcast row. Um, we, are, we are actually right next to the Turning Point USA booth. Uh, oh. So what happens is these people come through and you book them and it's um, there are so many people that are all vying to get FaceTime and broadcast time with these people that um, schedules are pretty mm. tight. So okay. it's uh, you're, you're, you're really working in a schedule system or you're not working at all. Okay. Well, you know, to have you for at least some or part of an hour is certainly a joy. I have never 
known you in the time that I've known you to be at a loss for words. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that is a fair statement. I, I will, uh, I will back that statement up. All right. So let me ask you a couple questions about CPAC and then we'll move on to things that are particularly important to you that you want our listeners to know. First off, what are you getting? This is one of those talk radio questions, but I got to ask, what are you getting uh, in the mood of people there? I hear from you yesterday that the turnout has been enormous. It's sold out. There are thousands of people there. What's their mood given the astonishing march towards Marxism that we are watching right now? Um, people are absolutely motivated to get involved. That's the, the big thing. And I just got a text message from Sam that they are at the booth, so I have to go <laughs> and do this interview. I am so sorry. I'm dropping the ball That's on you again. Okay. But uh, we, will, we will connect here in, uh, in, a, in a very, we'll, very short period of time. We'll roll with the punches. Good luck with your interview. Thank and we'll you. move on. Okay. Um, so we don't have the benefit of that. I was giving you... There's that little beep that we get. Don't you love technology? I think I should rant about technology for the rest of the show. Um, if you'd like to join in and you're, and you're listening, 888-627-6008. We'll be happy to take your phone call. If you have something burning or not, but especially burning, and I get... <laughs> that's why I do a show called Spouting Off, because I have a lot of things that are burning to talk about. So there's no shortage of those. But if you'd like to join in, if you'd like to uh, spout off yourself, uh, one more time, 888-627-6008. We have about a minute. So I think we have maybe uh, 25 minutes when we get back from a break. So I'm not going to take your phone call, but you know, if you, uh, until we get back, but uh, I want to hear your thoughts. If you care to call in on Russia and uh, what you think is the most important thing that Americans who love Liberty can be doing right now, because I I have this hunch that a lot of people are suffering in silence, suffering by themselves. They are getting involved. They are standing up. They are cheering truckers who go to Canada. They're also watching people get put down for their dissent, not unlike, God forbid, Tiananmen Square. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. You are listening to Spouting Off here on BBS Radio, the K-Star Radio Network, and so much more. I'm your host, Karen Cataline. Can't wait to get back and talk to you after this break. You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Do you have a secret that's been bothering you? Have you been wondering if what you're thinking or feeling is normal? Is there someone with whom you've needed to clear the air, but you haven't been able to find the right words? Sometimes you need an objective, second opinion to help you see your problem more clearly. Ask Aunt Emma, and she'll help you move past what's getting in your way. She's a former therapist who is wise and caring, but instead of therapy, she'll give you terrific advice. It's free to ask Aunt Emma and explain your need, problem, or question. If you both agree, you pay only $1.39 a minute. It's anonymous, it's confidential, and you'll be surprised at how effective it is. 
You can ask Aunt Emma by going to facebook.com forward slash ask Aunt Emma. There, you'll find her phone number and extension number. That's facebook.com forward slash ask Aunt Emma. Ask Aunt Emma today. And now, more spouting off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back to everyone. I'm just rearranging a few things here. Uh, Again, if you would like to call in, it's 888-627-6008. But I have a lot of things that I've been thinking about. I'm going to start with one of the things that seems so minute. But it really isn't. It really, really isn't. In fact, I could write an op-ed about every single one of these topics. I keep lists, you know. And I... I want you to know. So here's here's something that happened to me last week. I was at Walmart. <laughs> and and I am noticing more and more people at various places are taking off their uh masks uh because even Democrats, even Democrat governors are lifting mask mandates. I am highly suspicious of that as well. Because when suddenly a tyrant loosens a an unrealistic, ridiculous thing that they know doesn't work for the purposes of control and manipulation and subjugation, they don't just hand you back your supposed liberties that they took away and say, okay, you're free now. No, it's usually in... Uh, in the service of something else, there's a lot of psyop going on. Pardon me for being so doggone cynical and skeptical, whatever you want to say, but I believe it's more dangerous when people, when politicians who have authoritarian ideas put their masks back on as caring about liberty than when they took them off. Another theory I have is that from the very second, you may have heard me say this, from the very second that they forced rags on all of our faces and it was clear that they don't do anything except make people submissive, obedient, and do as they're told out of fear and trepidation. After all, have you ever heard, ever seen a an outspoken woman in a burqa? I don't think so. So it is a psyop and has been from the beginning. They've ignored all evidence to the contrary of their narrative. Uh, and yet for two full years, when you heard, I've said this, when you heard that 10 days to flatten the curve would end up to two years and we're never going to let up on you. Would you have believed it then? Of course not. You wouldn't. And here all of a sudden, hopefully, hopefully people are who've been wearing masks all along. Some people have not worn masks at all, except maybe on an airplane. Uh, People were getting to watch how well the, uh, 
conditioning and PSYOP has worked. So what did I see? I saw an Asian lady in a Walmart. She didn't have to be Asian. There are other people who aren't, but she was standing there supervising the self-checkout because, of course, you know, they don't want us to have live human beings to check out our groceries. They want everything to be robotic so that we never interact with one another. They love when people do not talk, interact. They're suspicious of everyone. They're more easily controlled that way. So I couldn't help myself. And I asked her as I was checking out my self-checkout groceries, I said, pardon me, but Walmart has lifted the mask mandate, right? She said, yeah. I, yes, she said. I said, how come you're still wearing the mask anyway? Could you tell me? I'm just curious. And what did she say? And I quote, I'm just used to it. That's what she said. Uh, literally, I believe, you know, how many people do you know who are now scared to uncover their face? They have hidden behind a mask for so long. Masks traditionally have always covered people who were either doing something wrong, like bank robbers, uh, masks to cover something they didn't want you to see, criminal behavior, or as we know, with women and with other people to be subjugated and controlled to have the nose and mouth covered is basically a muzzle. And it's saying you are subservient to others. You do not get to make your own decisions. You will not speak out without something, a barrier between your face and the outside world. And if it harms your health to breathe your own carbon dioxide. And, uh, and if it makes you feel, uh, like everyone else, like you're just a number and we're all just collective cogs in a wheel, as Charlie Chaplin said many moons ago in his movie, he made the point modern times, watch it if you ever get a chance. Uh, that's okay with us. That's okay with, in fact, it's better with us. If you learn that we're the government and we are your betters. Okay. And this woman, regardless of the fact that she happened to be Asian, there's sadly, that's because Asians come from a very subservient society, but they are trying to turn us into the same subservient society with psyops like the mask. I was one of the early uh, people at the very beginning who said, beware, this is deadly, this is dangerous, this is not what you think, these are not, oh, and uh, people that I respect very much said, oh, I don't mind the mask so much, and I thought, you just don't know the symbolism, you just don't know. I had a visceral reaction to them, because um, it, maybe at the very, very beginning, people thought it would protect them, many of them did it voluntarily, but once we knew, it did nothing, it's like trying to protect a fly, trying to stop a fly from coming through a chain link fence. It was absurd on its face, speaking of trusting the science, but they did it anyway because it was never about protecting you. As a matter of fact, the people who most want to control, manipulate, bully, and intimidate you, they don't like you at all. That's why they want to sub subjugate you. It's 
hatred, not caring. The greatest lie of all is that people control and manipulate you because they care more about you than anyone else. This is the scariest, among the scariest lies of all. It's for your own good, they say. It is for your for your own good of and society's good. Of course, we get to decide what's good. We get to decide that the country that you live in is evil, racist, horrible, and awful, and we hate them and want to subjugate the entire country to totalitarian regimes. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. Well, yes, they do. And what are some of the ways that they do it? They want to erase conscience. That's a big thing to say. So we're, we're uh, moving on from the topic of the woman who said, I'm just used to it. You think she understands that she is bowing to tyranny by doing that? She doesn't. She, she doesn't. People have, have uh, embraced the mask as somehow helping them, and they don't understand that they are uh, leading to everyone's demise by uh, their their compliance and their submission. Interesting, always the left rushed to submit when they used to be the ones who said, oh, we will never submit, we're going to resist, we believe in individualism, etc., etc. Now, they believe in tyranny as long as it's the Democrats, their betters who are telling them what to do. So they want to erase conscience. How frightening could that be? And why do they hate people of faith? Because people of faith are committed to elevating conscience. Some people argue that one's conscience is part of the spark of God within all of us. The little, small, still voice inside of us that says, that's wrong. That's not okay. That will harm innocent people. Or, this is wrong, I shouldn't do it. That's part of conscience. This is wrong, I shouldn't sell out my country for what looks like easy money, um, the ability to get perpetually reelected, to get money, power, and position, to be with the people who have power, to legitimize my own existence, the promise, I'm giving you a list, the promise of immortality, not not from a religious perspective, but from if only I could get more powerful and, and richer than everybody, then maybe I won't ever die. These are all parts of conscience, you know, the humility to know that our lives are finite, things like that. Even the most powerful dictators, their lives are finite too. In some cases, it's a blessing when they go so that people, and we never, in my religion, we never celebrate death. We always celebrate life. But if somebody has been responsible for the pain and suffering and misery of others through the use of force, through the use of of deceit, deception, then when they do go, 
it has the potential to save lives. I never, ever advocate for playing God and deciding who, who lives and who dies, except when it's about um, self-defense, uh, the God-given right to defend oneself and one's family, which is an entirely different thing. You see the nuance of these things? And yet today we have a propaganda media that that perpetrates intellectual laziness. It's one of the things that bothers me so much. Uh, we are treated to the notion that the very same day an atrocity like a school shooting or something like that or a terrible, terrible crime is committed, we are treated to the insane notion that we could know exactly what happened, what the person, the motivation of the person, who they are, whether or not they actually did it, and we're just treated to a narrative that is that suits the politically uh, for political expedience, so that they can manipulate. Um, and and we know that some of the crimes of the century we haven't heard. Uh, all of the details of some of those crimes for 50 years, we're still hearing uh, new information that we didn't know then. Uh, so think about that. Keep your discernment. When we come back, we're going to talk to, well, one of my favorite guests, my own producer, Doug, uh, when we come back about some of the things I've been talking about. So stay tuned. Uh, this is Karen Cataline, and you're listening to Spouting Off here on BBS Radio and the K-Star Radio Network. Stay tuned. You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. This is Karen Cataline, host and producer of Spouting Off. Got an opinion, a guest suggestion, or a show tip? Follow me on Facebook or Twitter and let me know your thoughts. All you need is to know how to spell my name. It's the same on Twitter, Facebook, and www.karencataline.com. Karen is spelled the normal way. No goofy Ys or Qs. K-A-R-E-N. And Cataline is spelled K-A-T-A-L-I-N-E. Want more Spouting Off? You can find the complete archive of Spouting Off shows at www.karencataline.com. All my op-eds and blog posts are there too. That's www.karencataline.com. Thanks for listening. And if you have a moment, please spread the word about spouting off. And now, more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. And welcome back. You're listening to Spouting Off. We're already to the final segment here. And I love Spouting Off. And just remember, Spouting Off, which has always had a bad rap, is speaking your mind uncensored. Sure, diplomacy is good, but it's also essential for liberty to have the right to speak your mind about things and to disagree. 
right now we're living in a very dangerous time in which people think that ideas and speech are dangerous, but violence is perfectly okay when you're burning down a Wendy's or rioting in a city and you're doing the bidding of your political betters. If you're not doing the bidding of your political betters, then we're going to throw the book at you. That's not equal justice under the law. But I digress. At the break, we I was talking to my esteemed producer, Doug Newsom, who I've been with, my goodness, it's been well more than, much more than five years that I've been with BBS Radio. And uh, welcome on air, Doug Newsom, to Spouting Off. Hi, Karen. How are you? <laughs> People recognize that those mellow tones <laughs> as one of the uh, voiceover artists who who do our commercial for the K-Star Radio Network. But um, you were telling me off air that you have some opinions about the Russia-Ukraine situation, and maybe I'm not going to like it. You, you whetted my appetite. Go for it. Oh, yeah, everybody's got opinions about it. I hear so much in the news. But, you know, for me, I kind of admire the what Putin is doing on some level. One moment, you've got a caller. How about that? I've got a caller. So not only does my producer and I was over there pulling the papers off my uh, off my bulletin uh, board. Did I you want me to it. take who's this caller? Air? Oh, who's on the air? Yes. It's Keith. Oh, it's Keith. Um, sure. We'll bring him on. One Let's moment. do that. But um, I want to hear what you have to say. So can you stay on with us? Or Yes, absolutely. Right. Do absolutely. stay on with us. Hey, Keith, it, it, uh, thanks for calling back. Uh, that was a quick my, interview. My pleasure. I, I, felt, uh, I felt terrible having to drop you abruptly like that. So I wanted to jump back on. And I'll spend a little bit more time with you and your listeners before you topped off at the hour here. Well, I hate to tell you, but we are on to speaking about the Ukrainian situation. And we were just about to hear. So can you hang with us until the end of the show? And we'll have a threesome discussion. uh, Sure thing. You know, because time waits for no man, especially on talk radio. Uh, Doug was about to share with us. Uh, a probably unconventional view, and we love those kind of things, whether right. we agree or disagree. Right. So go for it, Doug. Right. Uh, looking at the Ukraine situation, I, um, I read a few blogs, um, other people's opinions. But one thing I've seen is the way that Putin's been handling the situation, given the, our current administration. And you got to admire him. Um, you know, he's, he projects the understanding that really he's in there to solve issues uh, to solve a war that's been ongoing since uh, the Democratic uh, elected uh, 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 president in 2014 was uh, displaced. Uh, And he, I believe, believes that we were a part of that displacement and we put in our own puppets. And from there, there was actually a war between Ukraine and the Donbass region uh, and people were dying. So he's projecting the understanding that he's coming in to solve a, a war situation that's been ongoing for almost, you know, eight years. And that was that's very interesting. You uh, know, stop right there for just a sec. What do you think about that, Keith? Keith Hansen we're talking to. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I might have a slightly different perspective on this. I think that um, that I think this is a this is a test. This really is a litmus test. Um, we're going to try this. We're going to see what's happening. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some some collusion with China, um, where China says to Russia, "Hey, all right, so you know you've had your eyes on the Ukraine for a while here. Let's go ahead and see what happens. Uh, let's go ahead and test the mettle of the Biden administration because that's going to be very telling. That's also going to determine." what their foreign policy, both Russia and China, and even other rogue nations like North Korea, what their foreign policy is going to look like over the next two and a half years. Yeah. So guess what? But how what? do you like... You, what? Wait, if wait, wait, we, hold on. I've just got, a sec. I'm going to offer my perspective, which is probably totally different than your either one of you. And I love this because of that. And then you get the next, uh, the next take. Okay, Doug? All sure. right. So it's clear we're a microcosm of what people are talking about around their dinner tables and the fact that it's it's a little bit of a Rorschach test. Now, I don't have any uh, ap- absolute facts, but I've been watching all along. It has seemed to me that uh, people in our country and whoever is running the Biden administration have been manufacturing a conflict with Russia for weeks now. I'm not the least bit surprised that he went into Russia, and I think they're crying crocodile tears because it's exactly what they wanted them to do. And anybody who would believe the propaganda media telling us how upset we are about it hasn't been watching. Doug. You know, I, I there's got to be, I believe there's truth to that too. Uh here, here's my issue. If I was Russia, I know I don't, you know, I don't like a dictatorial regime. It's, you know, I don't, uh, I can't say I'm going to put them on a pedestal. But if we had, uh, a, 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 let's say, Russia's NATO or Russia and China banding together and putting armament right on the Mexican border pointing to us, would we allow that? No, we wouldn't. We'd, we, we wouldn't allow anything like that. And yet Ukraine, as soon as we, you know, uh, put in our regime... Um, we've, we've literally given them a lot of military might. And, you know, we are encroaching upon Russia's regions. So, and we wouldn't allow this. We wouldn't allow anything, anybody to do this to us. And yet we get upset when Putin says, look, you guys are encroaching in our area and you're justifying this. And I, I, I personally believe he's doing this to get more secure so we don't surround them. I mean, Russia doesn't have military bases all over the world like we do. So, Well, to- and Russia is not even remotely as a power, as much of a threat to our national security as China is, and you don't hear a peep right. about China from anyone. It's peep? almost like we're focusing on the wrong villain right now. On purpose. Well, let's 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 not let's not forget one thing, and I'm going to challenge you a little bit there, Doug. You know, we do have we we do have invaders amassing at our our borders, um, and that's called the Mexican drug cartel. And the Mexican drug cartel is doing a very very effective job of waging war against this country through sex trafficking and the trafficking of illegal drugs, which is responsible for killing tens of thousands of Americans. Let's not let's not sure. I'd that. agree with you. Um, and so, I mean, that's that. And, and, and what have we done? We have a weak, neutered, impotent administration that absolutely refuses to acknowledge that we are being invaded on our southern border. So to suggest that we would not 
uh, tolerate a buildup of military forces. Uh, listen, the, the drug cartels, and I've been down there, I've seen it firsthand. I've participated in activities on the southern border. I absolutely recognize what's happening down there, and the, the, the big issue is, yes, the drug cartels are in de facto control of the Mexican military and the Mexican police forces. So you have a rogue criminal organization that is controlling the shots with all of the weaponry and strategy on the southern border. So uh, it's, I think it's... it's sure, I'd tackle that, that first. I'd, I'd really make that a big bigger issue than Ukraine, the issue of Ukraine, why, why we're spending so much time and energy and might in that situation when we really should be worrying about our own situation at home. God, isn't that amazing? But here's the thing that concerns me. Hold on a sec. After three different opinions from different perspectives, we all agree on that. They're focusing on the Mm -hmm. wrong problem. I need to give everyone a final, uh, a final statement. I love threesomes. It's great. First, Keith. All right. Well, I mean, the first thing that I think we need to consider is that the the targets of the Russians in the Ukraine have been citizens. They are bombing apartment buildings. They are killing civilians. Uh, there's video that was released this morning of Russian armored vehicles, tanks, running over civilian cars with people oh. inside of them. That's oh. not a military action. That's an act of terrorism against the people of the Ukraine itself. Mm-hmm. Very important. Very important. Doug, your final thoughts. Yeah, war is brutal. Um, you know, I, I, I listened to a little bit of what Tucker stated and, uh, he's of the opinion, you know, let's don't make this situation any worse. I mean, we could be dragged into a situation where it gets much, much bigger. Um, and I kind of think along those lines that let's just try to, uh, you know, st- st- not make it any bigger. And, uh, that should be really a focus. Yeah. And so thank you to both of you. Um, and thanks to Keith for being able to make time in a frenetic situation. Always thanks to Doug, cause we're going to wrap it up here. My final thought is, um, you see how, how many opinions there are. There isn't only one opinion, but I don't want talk radio hosts or anyone else to discuss the Russia Ukraine situation to the exclusion of so much more because that's what they want us to do. They want us to focus on one issue and one issue only. I see propaganda media constantly saying why you should care and to scare the 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 guts out of us so that they can be doing a million other things they don't want us paying attention to is this important absolutely but let's not be controlled by the very media we know is so dishonest to tell us what we should be afraid of when they want us to look over here look over here that is going to do it for us on a very interesting colorful edition of spouting off thanks again to uh keith hansen for joining us thanks to doug newsom for coming on the air and uh we will see you next week tuesdays thursdays and fridays at 1 p.m eastern noon central time when there will be so much more to spout off about here on spouting off